and welcome to another episode of Just Forget About It, the only podcast you need to take you away from everyday life and its various stresses and strains. I've changed the tagline, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm hosting, it's the OJ, I'm back. And I know you've all missed me and the, um, and the listenership has sort of dropped massively when I've been gone, but hopefully this will bring it back. Um, so I'm hosting because I've got a very hot topic to discuss and hot in the literal sense. Um, I've been doing a fair bit of outdoor cooking um, and you'd probably know it as barbecuing and um, I just really wanted to discuss the sort of barbecue etiquette and barbecue methodologies that, that people follow um, because Dan's had enough, he's left. Yeah, I know. We've got, we've got video and <laughs> one of our podders has left upon the mountain. Even that, we've gone to get his barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, the barbecuing is a, is a bit of a, it's, it's something everybody does, presumably, and it's something that people have very strong opinions about, i.e. what's the right way to barbecue something. Uh, there's obviously what do you put on the barbecue versus what do you prepare indoors. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, there's the roles and responsibilities of barbecuing um, and, and the sort of needing to be sociable, but also needing to get the food properly cooked. Um, and, and there's, you know, people who flame grill everything and, and have a big show about it, but don't necessarily properly cook the meat. Uh, so it looks impressive and you've got flames going everywhere. Um, I mean, just to lay my cards on the table with barbecues, I'm a very much a traditional charcoal-based barbecuer. And, and I'll always say, if I'm going to a barbecue, it's not a barbecue unless it's a proper charcoal barbecue, where you're getting the nice smokiness imbued into the meat and... Um, You've got the grill um, very hot before you put any meat on it. Um, and also one thing I've sort of been perfecting recently is uh, how to cook chemical free. So, so I've got no, um, no uh, lighter fluid, no um, uh, fire lighters. And, and I'm trying to get to the point where you're ready to put the meat on did you get Early. to the point as well? Yeah. Listen, we're three minutes in now. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, what is your take on a bar on a good barbecue, and what is your method? And do you, do you, I, I just, I'm just wondering. Do we, reckon, do we reckon anyone's still listening, or do you reckon it's? Uh... <laughs> well, I first, Dan, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Okay. What does barbecue mean? So what does it stand for? Barbecue. Yeah, what does it mean? So it means bar B Q. So it means you queue up at a bar. Yeah. I've no idea. I've absolutely no idea the origin. I mean in certain countries they call it a braai. I know in South Africa it's a braai. That's B R A A I. Um but 
I've no idea where the term barbecue comes from. It, it comes from the Caribbean. Oh, really? It does. Yeah. Uh, barbacoa, I think, is what it was called. Uh, so I know I'm going to put a similar fact out there. The smokiness mm. for your food does not come from the charcoal. It comes from the the oils and dripping of the food itself, not from the charcoal. Fact. That's not a fact. It is a fact. I'm going to fact check that. Yeah, fact check that. And all of our listeners will be will know that that's not a fact. Well, they can let us know. They want to write in, leave a voice message. They can let us know and say. They can leave comments to say. I'll tell you what, if I blind taste tested something that had been cooked on charcoal versus yeah. something that had been cooked on a gas barbecue, yeah. I can tell you 100% of the time I'll get it. Because you, you, you it, can tell the smokiness. I can tell the smokiness. Doesn't happen. Well, yeah, they all can let us know. Did you, I've got another interesting fact for you, but did you know that a couple of weeks ago it was National Barbecue Day? I did. I did a barbecue on that day. What, May the 16th? You, yeah. you, you knew it was National Barbecue Day. You yeah. did it. That was a weekend, wasn't it? I don't know. I haven't gone into that much. I've done a barbecue every weekend for the past like four weeks, so it's got. Nah, that, the, the, the 16th was a Monday. Yeah, the Monday. Oh, I didn't do a barbecue then. then. So, <laughs> <laughs> You'd think they'd have that on the weekend, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd do a barbecue midweek. Yeah, it's inconvenient when they celebrate these national holidays, isn't it? Yeah, you do that on a Saturday, surely. <laughs> For me. I put it out there, gas all the way. No, 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 no. It is. It's probably, yeah, I'll tell you why. It's easier to control the temperature. You have more consistent temperature. You can lower it and raise it as you wish. But also, with a gas grill, you typically have a bigger cooking surface as well. Charcoal, charcoal works if quite small. Gas grills tend to be a lot larger. It depends how many coals you use and how skilled you are at arranging your coals. You do like a cold, cold, cold pyramid. You do initially to get the heat mm-hmm. in the coals. You do a cold pyramid, but, but you would spread it out when you're at the cooking stage. 20 30 minutes? What to get the coals up to temperature? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's a good estimate. I'd say 30 minutes if you're using au natural um, source of, of ignition. Um, but I would say the skill of barbecuing is such that you need to be very conscious of grill placement and you need to be meat versus grill placement is a key component of barbecuing and, and constantly monitoring and sort of moving and shifting things to the central heat areas and knowing your heat areas, your heat zones. Well, what is, so, you, so you're doing a BBQ and doing your meats relating vegetables and stuff so so veg wise i normally have is onion classed as a veg i guess it is <laughs> onions are veg isn't it <laughs> so the only prep i do for barbecue is i would foil wrap sweet corn sweet potato and onion right okay. not finely chopped coarsely chopped onion and then once the coal pyramid is up to a certain temperature, you place your foil wrapped components in the coals, around the coals, so you sort of have a perimeter of veg, mm. right? And that 
remains cooking throughout the duration of your barbecue. So you can't really overcook onion. It goes caramelized, it caramelizes and it goes very nice. Uh, same as potatoes, good luck ever overcooking one of those. Uh, you need to turn them at some point, otherwise you're gonna get a charred side on, on them. Um, but sweet corn as well, you need to just turn your sweet corn and turn, you need to turn all of those once in the duration of your barbecue, right? It's not very onerous, um, but yeah, that's that's my method. So you were saying about veg on a barbecue, that's how you do it, foil wrap it. But, but you said you don't get chemicals into your barbecue, then how do you not do that? So I only did, I used to use a fire lighter and I'd wait until the smoke kind of went uh, white. So you, when you've not got that bluish tint to your smoke, that's when you know you've got chemicals in the mix. Um, and so I would, I would wait for that to burn off initially. But last weekend, I did it just with newspaper and finely chopped kindling. So I had to get my kindling very much a lot more fine so that it would take um, newspaper has chemicals in it, look at that print. Exactly. And I was looking around the house and I was thinking, what can I burn? There's not chemicals, right? And I had a pizza box from Papa John's, <laughs> who are now a sponsor. Um, <laughs> it's like my dad said, he said, no, there's chemicals in the in the cardboard because it's all glued together. It's all corrugated and glued. So you're very hard pushed to find anything that you that you can burn that isn't got, hasn't got any chemicals or ink or... So hold on a minute. You've had several barbecues. Yeah. How many here on this pod have had an invite? No, I, I didn't receive my invite, so I don't know if my phone's broken, maybe. <laughs> these are impromptu's. They're not planned. These, these are like, let's have a barbecue. It's oh, well, what, what's up these days is fairly instant, so I'd have been... I'd have been <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? So do no. You do, <laughs> do you do um, like kebabs and stuff, veggie kebabs? No. You don't do veggie kebabs? No. You can do. You can grill those. You don't? I don't, personally. I don't like aubergine. What do people put on those? Just like you aubergine. You're expert. Yeah, I know, but I don't like a lot of this stuff. Courgette, aubergine and pepper is probably the most common things that go on a skewer like that. Yeah. But also, you said you don't use firelight to get away from the chemicals, but you burn newspaper and everything else. That's a lot worse. Worse for what? For all the chemicals and that that you're burning in. I don't think it is. I think a firelighter is is just a, a you know it's a long burning block of chemicals, isn't it? I mean that's the that's that's the whole purpose of so it. You, you, you think that would be that would be worse for you than burning a newspaper? I think so. I'm not, I haven't got evidence of it, but I, I... No, 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 I don't know what the right answer is, but I just assumed I'm... that newspaper would be way worse. What newspaper did you burn? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I had, a, I actually had some shredded newspaper because I've got an open fire as well. And I just looked in, in the open fireplace and I, I could see I had shredded newspaper in a bag. So I just used that. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it was. I'm, I'm dreading admitting this, but I think I actually agree with Ollie. On, on this particular topic, I think it has to be coal. I, don't, I wouldn't do gas barbecues. I think you might as well just stand in the kitchen if you're going to do that. And I think that you can't use firelighters or chemicals. I think it has to be done charcoal. I, I have a chimney where you put coals in and paper in the bottom, and that, that lights it quite good. 
I think that's what a barbecue's about. Yeah. Have you ever barbecued on that? Ever barbecued on what, sorry? On your chimney. On your chimneys. You said you put coals in that down there. I thought you might. Talking about stainless steel, like a chimney. It's like a stainless steel tube rather than an actual chimney on a house. Swing by and see me standing on the roof cooking some food. Yeah, throw me a burger down, you know. Yeah. How do those work? Because I was going to get one of those chimneys because they make sense. You're getting a central heat core in your coals quite efficiently with one They're of those. They're brilliant. You put the coal in and you put the paper in below. You light the paper, wait for the coals to go white, and then you pour them in your barbecue. And you pour them to one side so you can have those hot spots that you were talking about with direct heat and indirect heat. And, yeah. Um, working it out. And, and that's how it works. But yeah, the other thing I, I kind of like about barbecues, like the you know, a barbecue as an event. And you see this so many times where if you talk about like, I don't know, typical sort of like gender type roles in a barbecue where you usually have the, the male side of a relationship outside the barbecue cooking. And then there's someone in the kitchen who's preparing all the food. And a number of times where I've seen the person preparing the food get absolutely no thanks for a barbecue. Yeah, but it's yeah. outside, it puts it on for 20 minutes to, to cook the food, gets all the thanks. Yeah, and that's, that's what I love about it because I'm always the one who gets all the praise. Yeah, I, bet, it, I, I was going to say, I bet that happens in your house. I bet you're. <laughs> we had a load of people around once and they were all thanking me, and my other half was, you could see her getting just more and more yeah. pissed but off. She probably didn't hear the thanks because she was probably clearing up from preparing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, no invitation again? No, no. These these barbecues, when they happen, they're they're sort of very unplanned. Most of them, and you need to be a local in my village to to really um, participate. Your family they're local. Uh, reasonably, yeah. They're, they're sort of forty minute drive away. <laughs> <laughs> Reason, but they don't drink. You see, and. and and so, you know, the fact that they don't consume any alcohol, they can do that drive. I'm five minutes from work, which is, you know, you're close to the office, back and close, down close. You'll be there in 40 minutes. Yeah. We, we, we could be there before the coals have turned white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're all heavy drinkers, Dave especially. So, um, <laughs> you know, lotto and not able to go home, and then I'd have you, I'd have you there in the morning still. We could yeah, be there. We could bring a sleeping bag. That's, that's all right. In the garden. In, in the evening, we could do an impromptu podcast, couldn't we? Yeah, could do. Could do. Yeah, uh, yeah that's live stream drunk special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm always conscious at a barbecue. What you're saying about one roll, one roll in the kitchen, one roll outside, attending to the the the, the actual heat element. Um, the thing I'm always conscious about is keeping away those people from viewing the barbecue because I don't clean the barbecue. I <laughs> the grill. That's the whole point of a barbecue in my opinion is that you don't clean the grill, right? It's a bit like um tea drinkers, you know, real connoisseur tea drinkers don't clean their tea mugs because you because of the tannins that you get the tannin build up on the side of the mug and it flavours the, the tea, right? But barbecue's oh, the same. As long as you, as long as you, I scrape the grill off, right, with a bit of kindling, so all the all the chunky bits are off, and then I get it on the heat as soon as possible, 
So it's up to like hundreds of degrees before any meat's introduced. And it's, you know, fully, it's fully, um, uh, what's the word, sanitized from a sort of bacteria point of view. There's not a chance bacteria is going to be on that grill. But if, if they saw that grill, they'd be horrified and they wouldn't want their food cooked on it, right? <laughs> so, so I have to keep that away. And also I have to keep veggies away from it because anyone who's got like brings their corn veggie sausages or whatever, mm. I'm not going to be able to keep those entirely separated from meat, right? And so I have to keep those people away and say, look, there's a process going on. You'll get your veggie sausage, but you need to just let me get on with it. There's no separation between the meat. And no, the meat. I'll sometimes have them on top of each other. What? Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the heat distribution. I'm not, I'm not, I think I've, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I'm not convinced I want an invite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy for you just to do your barbecues when and as and when you want. And and if you're you're surely you're attracting animals as well and insects and all that sort of stuff. No, no, because I, I clean the barbecue out when it's finished always clean the barbecue out so all the ash and, and coals and everything are cleaned and then it gets put away under a tarpaulin and it's and it's all sealed so it's not nothing's going to get in it i mean there's no there's no food stuff left because when i've finished taking everything off the barbecue the last thing i do is put the grill back in right because because imagine i've taken the grill out to get all my foil wrapped veggies out as the last thing i always put the grill back in and then I lower, because my barbecue is a fancy one, it's got a lowerable grill, so you can twiddle something at the front and the grill goes up and down. So I lower the grill into the coals as, high, as close as possible, so it's getting maximum heat. And then I'll close the lid on the barbecue with the air vents closed to try and get the coals to, to die out. But that's going for another two hours at high heat in a sealed environment with the grill burning off anything that would have been left residue wise so next time you come to that grill it's just a load of crispy stuff that's just like um you know like um black stuff that you just scrape off and and so there's no there's no risk of i've never food poisoned anyone at my barbecues and that that's you know yeah yeah <laughs> i eat all the meat as well so i'd know if there was food poisoning going on surely the gas that cleaning process would be a lot faster as well the cleaning process yeah you're still dripping fat, aren't you? To drip no, no, but stuff. you're not waiting two hours or whatever long it is for it to cool down. No, but you're not. There's no effort involved in that, is there? Of you know. there is. Well, no effort on my part. Letting a barbecue cool down. Yeah, you get rid of the coals, rid of the cleaning, with gas. You just do a bit of cleaning. That's it. Well, I think that's part of the part of the charm of the barbecue. Well, Ollie doesn't do any cleaning, so that's why I get these dabbing. Yeah. You dip it into a bag, all the coals, because it's got an ashtray at the base of the barbecue. So you literally lift yeah. up the ashtray. It fits nicely into a carrier bag, and then you just pour it in. Oh, yeah, I've seen your desk. You don't do cleaning. Uh, <laughs> well, it's pretty well, much you, you, you definitely leave that charcoal there for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I pluck out the bit. I do pluck out bits of charcoal that are um, not fully um, dusty. You know, that have still got a bit yeah. of solid to them because they're good as, as starters for the next one. You can put those those part burnt coals. On, on the starting coals of the next one. Ollie, are you one of those types of people if you go to someone else's house for barbecue, you can't resist like standing over it and trying to take over? Uh, I don't try to take over, but what I will do is is observe and I'll put helpful comments. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a backseat barbecue? I'm a, yeah, I'm a backseat barbecuer. <laughs> 
one of my mates does an absolute terrible job of barbecues, right? And he just sprays lighter fluid on it. And he's just constantly doing it. And he'll do it while the grill's on. So he'll have the barbecue going, and then he'll be spraying to get a massive flame going. And, uh, and you're just thinking your food is going to taste like chemical. But is, is that the problem? Because in, um, in the US, there's some Chinese restaurants that do that. You can see the chefs, yeah. and they'll just uh, put the chemicals on like oil or something. It'll yeah. Just, and there's massive flame sort of throughout. It is. Woo! Yeah. 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 That's partly what it is. It's, it's for show, and it's to it's to give the impression of flame grilling stuff. But flame grilling stuff is not what you really want mm. in a barbecue. So you, the trick for a barbecue is to keep the lid down as much as you possibly can, so that as I was saying before, that smoky flavour really gets into the meat from like the gas barbecue. Um, so would you then uh, check the temperature on your barbecue? You've got the lid closed. Yeah. And you crack an egg on top. See if that cooks. See that. that is my that is my test of 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 if whether it's hot enough to cook on. You do that, do you? No, I touched I touched the top with my with my hand, as opposed <laughs> to anywhere else. <laughs> and um, and if I can't keep my hand on it for more than like seconds, then it's hot. You know, when something's really hot, like a surface is scalding hot. And in my and I always say is you you could fry an egg on that. And as long as, as long as I've said you can fry an egg on that. Then it's good. It's you good don't to go. do it literally. Don't I don't do it literally. I just say it, and that's when everyone in the barbecue knows. You actually touch something which is knowingly could be really hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, would, you, would you do the same like when you've boiled a like a kettle of water? Would you just like dip your hand in see if it's warm enough? Or <laughs> no, I don't know why. It's just it's just an, it's the quickest way of establishing without having like an infrared thermometer or you know some people do get very technical with their barbecues and do start putting thermometers to it and stuff. So when you touch something, you should use the back of your hand rather than the front. Why is that? Well, if you burn the front of your hands when it starts healing, obviously your hands naturally it sort of goes into a fall. I think your hands could potentially heal in that position, so kind of put strain on. Whereas if you're doing back, then you don't. Yeah. I never get burnt doing a barbecue. I'm not not putting it out there that I burn my hands. Like so the same food's not. There's not going to be hot enough to cook your food. You could boil an egg on it. That's that's the thing. You could fry you an egg on it. Right? Boil and fry an egg. You could you could you fry an egg. You could fry. <laughs> if you cracked an egg on top of your lid of your barbecue, you should it should go. It should fry that egg. I'll tell you what. In your when you do your next barbecue. Yeah. Now I definitely don't want an invite. Could you record yourself cooking an egg on your lid? Yeah. I think that'd be funny. It'd be funny if you did that and like his barbecue lid was like a dome and it just like rolled off. I will do that. I'll do that especially for you. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, eat, I'll eat that egg. That egg will be eaten. It won't be wasted. You could, yeah, we'll put it on social media as well. Hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't eat it. We found out how unclean your barbecue is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat an egg you just cooked on the top of it. I'll clean the top of it first. Okay. And then, then I'll do it. Oh, you, you can clean it with chemicals? No, no. I'll I, I just... Um, <laughs> a bit of spit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's my barbecue in any way. But um, Mac, what about you? What's your barbecue? <laughs> I'm about to say we're about 25 minutes in and I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'd, 
I do I do like charcoal one, but I do agree that the grill you can still get smoke at a grill as well, and the grill one is easier to clean as well, way easier to clean, um, and it's easier to get the temperature right on that as well. But I think. Um, but why do they sell smokers then, right? There's there's devices that are literally sold called smokers, right? And if you can't imbue the meat with your smoke, then why would a why would a hickory chips, you know, hickory chips and things like that be sold to smoke meat? Because you're smoking you smoke mackerel, you've got all sorts of smoked products out there. That is, the whole point of them is that their their flavour is enhanced by the smoke by the, by the smoke. Is by the smoke that's not from the charcoal itself. That's what I'm saying, it's from the actual the, the oils and the meat and the, the dripping and stuff, not from charcoal. Charcoal is wood, wood smokes, right? Right, it's, it, but it's, it's also how much you want to get out of it, right? So that must be to make it even more smoky and give it, give it even more that flavour. Because yeah. I guess, because that's to get even more out of it, that's what it is, right? Because I guess. When you barbecue, you do want a bit smoky, but I guess not everybody wants it that smoky that so you can taste. I think you're one. <laughs> you sound like you like it very, very smoky. <laughs> the more the better, in my opinion. <laughs> but I also find it funny that you cook the veggie stuff where the meat stuff is. I'm sure if anyone hears this now that goes to your barbecue, they won't be coming here. I, did, I was only joking when I said I'll put it on the meat. But the thing is, when you're moving stuff about on the grill, Got limited cooking space when you want really high heat, and it's and those veggie sausages take quite a lot of heat to cook. Um, with a gas one where you can control temperature, you've also got separate burners. If you have those by the yeah. areas, yeah, you do. Yeah. You might as well be in, in your kitchen on, well, on your what, hob. Take your barbecue, put it in the kitchen. That's the point of a barbecue, is it doesn't make a mess and it doesn't stink your house out and everything. You can get purpose-built ones outside, you get purpose-built kitchens go outside. You can, but yeah, none of us have that sort of uh, the wherewithal to have that. We, we have to make do with the with the standards. In, in, in Australia, where they barbecue a lot, what they use grill ones, don't they, there? They use pizza. Really yeah, they mostly do gas barbecues in Australia, yeah. Gas, that's what I'm going to say. So I don't yeah. think you sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, they do, don't they? I think that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, they do. Uh, I mean, you can cut most pl- cut countries that are really, really big barbecuers would use a half an oil drum. You know, they literally cut oil drums in half and then they put a makeshift grill over the top of it and that's their barbecue. That's most countries. Most most countries that like barbecuing is a way of life, and if the, if if you don't have your barbecue on you, you need to make make a barbecue. That's how they do it. Right, can you, three listeners, can you name these countries, please? South Africa is a big one. A massive barbecue culture out there. Uh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, and they call it Bri. B R double A I. Can you name one? What a Bri? No, you name one country. Yeah, South Africa. One. Yeah. Um, I would say New Zealand. Probably use the half oil can approach. Um, anywhere where there's a lot of like country and a lot of, uh, you know, you're not going to have a general store necessarily. Russia. Russia. Yeah. Yeah. With sanction, they've sanctioned. We've sanctioned their barbecues. So. That's China. That's China's, yeah, I don't know what they do out there. 
I think China's uh, pollution is a real issue out there, isn't it? So they might even have a state law that says you can't, you're not allowed to barbecue because you're in close proximity to others as well. So I think we've um, we've ruled out your statement about most countries using oil drums with these randomly made yeah. racks. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's anyway. That's but Mac, what's your barbecue method, or do you not really do barbecues? No, I don't really barbecue that much, if I'm honest. Um, we used to, so in, in our old house, we used to have a barbecue built in the wall. Um, so we used to, that was just a uh, charcoal one. Uh, but this house, we don't, and uh, I haven't done one in a very, very long time. But when I move my, to my new house, I want to get something built like that again into the wall. Okay. What what people can't see is Macan's been sitting there taking notes as you've been like lecturing. <laughs> like, never clean, never clean the barbecue. I'm not a freak. He's just ordered, just ordered some eggs and some charcoal. It's going to be a perfect barbecue. Yeah, I, I want to get a brick one built into the wall once we do, like we had our old house, and I then 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 start doing more barbecues. I think. Like I couldn't tell you if you were focusing or just lost interest. <laughs> I also couldn't tell you that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> barbecues? Well, no, not really. You just I, I, reckon, I reckon that Lewis and Dan are going to be gutted they've missed this one. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to need to catch up. We'll have a part two on this because I think we need to cover a bit yeah. more. Yeah, let, let's let yeah let's do that. But I'm going to be busy that day. <laughs> right, so I think, I think they eat fizzed out on barbecues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so last week, so back and on, you weren't here for it, but we did a new a little new feature. Yeah, that was part of. Uh, still haven't given it a name yet. But basically, the concept is you've got to name five or something. I've got to give you five, I'll give you a category, and you've got to name these five things. So, for example, it might be five five boys' names. You need to give me five boys' names. And you get a point for it. Should I do that? No, no not now. Okay. Just give me an example. <clears throat> I think last week, who won Dan last week? Um, I'm fairly sure I won. Didn't yeah, I? So that's a, Dan S won last week. In the inaugural, uh, I don't, I don't um, think Dan, other Dan beat me, but since he's not, so we keep going around until someone can't give an answer. So what we're going to do is, what happens is, so, say, for example, Ollie, I stole you. I asked you to name me five animals, yeah. right? and you could name five animals. Yeah. If you can't name five animals, yeah, you don't get any points. Then I'll ask Mac and say, things so can you name me five trees? Oh, okay, so not the same five things. Correct. And then we get to a sudden death round where I think last week we used can you name me uh, pizza toppings? Yeah. Uh, it's not five, you just keep them going until someone can't. Yeah. Uh, okay. And that, that's basically concept. Okay. So you just quick thinking, all that sort of stuff. That's so my forte. Forte, whatever well, we go. So while you're here. <laughs> How much time do you have to answer? You can't spend five minutes talking about each answer. Right? <laughs> what about <laughs> thinking about an answer? Can you can you spend five minutes thinking about it? No. <laughs> you have to be quite quick, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it's about 30 seconds for everything. So, yeah. uh, well, once I, once I get my arse into order, I'll get some sound effects, timer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it'll be busy at the moment. So, I have done this. So, I've got in front of me is a, it's called Wheel of Names, where I've just put in a load of categories. So, we're going to select one at random. We're going to start with Dan this week. So you got a bit more experience than everyone else. I've got no idea if these sound effects have been come through, but we're going to find out. So I've got 60 categories to choose from through all of them. Are you sharing that with them? I don't think they can see, but I'll just announce what it is. You're missing a treat here. Yeah, it is great. I don't think you can share on Zencaster. Check your screen. That's all right. Here we go. Are we ready? Well, as we're going now. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here is Dan. <clears throat> Can you name me or give me five fears? Fears? Spiders, heights. Uh, God, loneliness, dying alone, buried alive. That's five. Is, is that uh, Okay, it's four. Small spaces, claustrophobia. There we go, very good. Did you get the idea? Yep. Nice, very good. Okay, who, who wants to go next? I'll Actually, go I'll there, Who go next? Because last week we did rock, paper, scissors. So, oh. That's right, Mac. That's not very good on the uh, podcast, is it? What paper scissors you just go? Okay, Mac. Oh, this is really good. Can you give me five American series? Um, five American series? Cities. 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 Oh, uh, what? Uh, Florida? Is that a city? <laughs> Miami? Miami, sorry. Yeah. Um, New York, uh, Washington, um, Seattle, um, I so many, man. Uh, San Francisco. There we go. That's good. Very good. I struggled with that, but that was quite an easy one, actually. They get removed from the wheel as well when you've answered them. They do. They might come back again next week. Oh, that's pretty oh, cool. More. Right, next one, Ollie. Can you give me five things in the sky? Yeah, clouds. Yeah. Airplanes. Yeah. Helicopters. Three. Birds. Birds. Yeah. And bats. Okay, pretty good. Right, let's do one more round, then we'll go to sudden death. Everyone's got a point. Right, Dan, this is you next. Yeah. Category. <laughs> Can you give me five things that smell bad? Uh, garlic. Um, oh my god. We'll give you 20 seconds till we get to. 
dumps, uh, mouldy food, uh, milk, got off milk. Um, Time's up. Renewal. No, I did it, did it renewal. <laughs> Shit. Shit, yeah. Oh, yes. Vomit, feet. Yeah, B.O. B.O., yeah. Yeah. Matt, right, here we go. Let's get in your category. Is can you give me five things you find on a desk? Pen, paper, computer, uh, mouse, keyboard. There we go. It's way too easy, isn't it? Yeah, that one would be easy. Is that a city? Bratislava, it's a city, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's a city. <laughs> Bahamas, Bahrain, Bangladesh, Belarus, uh, Belgium, which we. Yeah, there's quite a few actually. I forgot about Bahrain and Bangladesh. Yes, congratulations, Mike. We've got a new winner this week. Thank um, you. 
you don't win every, anything, but you might be able to host this next time around. Yeah, no problem. Happy to win it. Cool to AOBs. Anyone want to say anything? Say hello, shout outs, anything like that? Uh, I say hello to anyone that's still listening and hasn't switched yeah. off. But... <laughs> you need help. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening to everybody that listens. Uh, I suppose hello to Lewis, who uh, probably isn't listening. Uh, you never know. Yeah, I've got nothing else. Oh, thank you. So, gas barbecues rule. <laughs> Will the house please come to order? Will the honorable member please rise? We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time.